people will say, are you best friends? And we talk about, we're like, no, we have best friends. We have other relationships, but at the same time, there's no one else in our lives who will ever probably experience that will experience what we have experienced with each other. Hi, I'm Julia Pennington. Hi, I'm Allison Lang. And And you're you're entering entering a world world gone gone good. Well, hello, my name is Steve, and here we are again, shining the light into the darkness to show the world there is good happening and lots of good at it. Are you following us on Instagram? Open the app right now with me. Let's do it together. Hit the search button, type in World Gone Good Podcast at World Gone Good Podcast and hit the follow button, or is it a like button? Follow us, like us, love us. Let's get our good social times on together. And yes, of course, we will happily follow you back. Okay, let me say this. I seriously love when one of you good people emails me and says, Steve, you got to have this guest on your show. And that is what has happened today. So let me say right now, today, I want to start with a big thank you to good listener Jamie, who brought today's guest to my attention. Bonus points for Jamie, who spells her name the correct way, J-A-I-M-E, just like Jamie Summers. And if you don't know who that is, I do not wish to speak to you any further. Google the bionic woman. Please do. Educate yourselves. Jamie wrote in her email to me, introducing Allison and Julia in hopes that, Steve, you can interview them for your podcast, Work on Good. I think they are fantastic to be on the show. I love that I have such cool friends doing things to make the world a better place. So um, no pressure, everyone. I just have to prove I'm cool. And I am making the world a better place. Oh, geez. Luckily for me, uh, my guests today are, and I can just let them do the heavy lift here. Allison Lang and Julia Pennington are the animal rescuing super duo behind Hera the Dog Vodka. Go ahead and process what I just said while the music plays, and then we're going to kick into our good, good chat. So this may be the very greatest show I've ever done in my whole fucking life because we're talking about my two favorite things, alcohol and dogs, but uh, this will be the greatest (laughs) show of my life if we just added in the Hallmark Christmas movies that I could just be have a dog in my lap with alcohol in my hand. You two, we're going to start here. Allison, I want to start here with you. Who, what was your first animal pet growing up and what was it named? My first animal growing up was a little tabby cat named Templeton. And we named her Templeton. Actually, it was a him. We named him Templeton because he, uh, because after the little rat in Charlotte's Web. And I watched that movie as a kid. And it's also um, one big reason why I'm vegan. (laughs) Julia, what was your first pet growing up? My first pet growing up was this little cat named Calico, who, you know, happened to be a Calico cat. I was, I think, about three and a half when we found her in the woods in Nashville, Tennessee and brought her home. And she was my first best friend. Amazing. Now, how do you two know each other? Well, I'll jump in on that one because we know each other because I was running a rescue called Connect Pet Rescue and Allison through a mutual friend came to volunteer for us. And she was such a hard worker and you could tell she was 
had the passion for it. So really, I I just sucked her in, whether she knew it or not. I was like, she's not leaving. She's going to be a part of this. And look, I'm so successful. We're 20, 22 years later, I think, at this point, and it's still it's still working. I can't get away from her. Um, no, that's not true. I, I, I jumped in and and we got along real well and, um, we kind of had the same, um, you know, love of animals and we were really good at catching dogs and cats together. So we have, I mean, I don't know, countless crazy stories about like really early mornings and, um, climbing into, um, warehouse yards and pipe yards catching and trapping dogs and you know I just I guess in my 20s like <laughs> that was my thing it made sense <laughs> it made sense so at some point on this journey um vodka played it like I, I don't understand how the transition happened here because I want to get to what you do now. So let's get to what you're doing now. But how did you get to what you're doing now? How does that not make sense to you? (laughs) I mean, you rescue all the time. I mean, alcohol totally makes sense. Yeah, you (laughs) need a drink. (laughs) I just pictured these two 20 something girls like in the back of their car, like swigging vodka going, all right, we're going to get the fucking cat. We're getting the cat. (laughs) Oh my God, you know us. Allie, do you want to, you want to take the, how it moves vodka? Um, well, it's kind of more, well, I'll, I'll start it and then Julia will continue. Cause it was, it was honestly, it was her family that got us into it, but we had just spent like 15 plus years, um, doing street rescue and it was like a 24 seven, you know, volunteer situation. And it you just get burnt out because, you know, we, you rescue, you can rescue a dozen dogs and then there's thousands right after it. And it just gets draining, but we still wanted to help. Um, we just couldn't do that volume of street rescue at like three in the morning anymore. We were trying to figure out a way to stop the problem, like the overpopulation. So we, uh, started focusing on medical care and spay neuter because spay neuter, we, um, truly believe is the answer free spay or free spay neuter services, sorry. Um, to help like how Bob Barker always says, help control the population, uh, pet population. Um, but when we switched over to spay neuter, a lot of our donations dried up because it's not as, um, as, um, as Julia says, what is it, Julia? It's not as sexy, CXC. I think, to most people. Yeah. You don't have the adrenaline rush of yes. like the dog hit by a car or like a cat stuck in a drain. And yeah. yes. Yes. So we, we're trying to think of a sustainable income for um, for our programs, for, um, our programs of spay neuter and also to help other rescues. And then I'll let Julia take it from here because yeah, it's so a conversation we started, she had. Uh, um, thanks. Good handoff. Yeah. We, um, we, <laughs> so we, yeah, we wanted to figure out a, a, a new way to raise money for, like she said, our programs, but other grassroots rescues who were really doing the work and we're thorough, but it's so hard to do that thorough rescue and raise money. And we wanted to create something like mailbox money, almost like commercial actors, right? Or an actor where later you're getting mailbox money and residuals. We we don't want those rescuers to have to think about it. And we were like, what could we sell that could do that? And we thought of a lot of really bad ideas. This this podcast isn't long enough for those. So we'll jump right to my brother is the one who suggested vodka because my nephew has a distillery in Nashville, Tennessee. So it was sitting right under our nose. He suggested we do distilled spirits. Um, 
I called Allie right away, said, I have an answer of what we can do. We worked on research and development for Hera the Dog Vodka for two years and then launched in December 2018 um, as a benefit corp and launched our social impact vodka. I just love that your family was like, we have to do something to get you crazy kids off the street going after dogs. Hey, I know. Let's get you involved with alcohol. That sounds. Oh my God. Wait, can we re-record this? We're changing our story. We're rewriting it for sure. I love it. But you know what's cool is like right on your website, it says social life meets social good. Yes. So speak to that, Julia. Where does where does that lifestyle, where does that, where does that statement come from? Um it just seems so, you know, we, we say like when we're enjoying a cocktail with Hera the dog now, you're social, you're engaged. And while you're doing that, you're doing good. So it's a really straightforward thing. You can pour that martini, you can sit with your friends. And while you're enjoying that time together um, or alone sitting with your dog, watching a Hallmark movie, you're saving lives. And you didn't just do this overnight. You had to have done some sort of, I mean, did you get a crash course? Did you guys go to, where did you say your, your nephew is? In Nashville, Tennessee, Pennington Distilling Company. And no, we took two years. We, we took a lot of time. Allie and I are both very detailed focused. Um, and so we wanted to make sure we, we really studied this. We really learned uh, about what was ahead of us as much as we could, because we didn't want to turn the ship around, you know, once it was way out in the ocean, we wanted to make sure we were launching um, with a strong foundation, which is why we focus so much on the quality of our product. Um, and we chose vodka instead of whiskey. Our distillery does both, but whiskey has so many nuances to it. And we were like, we don't want that. We want to focus on a really, really good product. And we have a good system of process. And once that's done, we can focus on our mission. And that's what we did. So we did really dive in for two years to make sure we had an excellent, organic, very well thought out, very strong product that we could stand on. Hera the dog is a brilliant name. <laughs> Who came up with it? We're so genius. It was an accident. <laughs> this is the best stories. <laughs> Um, it's, it, it happened to me, but I don't know, Allie, do you want to tell it or do you want me to tell it? Well, it happened to you. <laughs> you can it did happen to me, but so we have cat colonies that we manage through the rescue. Um, and I was feeding the cat colonies. It's where there are feral cats that we've trapped, neutered and released, and we manage them, feed them, take care of them for their life in these areas. And I was there one day and I was feeding the cats. And honestly, I was a little grouchy because I was a little tired. And my best friend who's Southern called me and she's like, hi, how's it going? And I was like, fucking sucks. Oh yeah. We can curse. You said, right. Curse away. So like, it fucking sucks. We are ready to launch this vodka and we don't have a name. And she just said, Julie, keep it simple. Just call it hair of the dog. And I had a cat at the time named Hera. And I'm thinking, what is she talking about? I said, Kelly, Hera's is a cat. She said, no, hair of the dog. And I said, hair is a cat. She said, hair of the dog. I'm like, oh my God. Kelly, Hera is a cat. And she goes, oh my God, Julia, hair of the dog that bit you. And as soon as she said it, I was like, oh my God, we have a name. It's brilliant. Now you are an award-winning vodka distillery. Allison, what awards have you won? What did you go to the awards wearing? Did the dogs get to go to the awards? 
<laughs> oh my god now I'm gonna have to go like look better like you put me on the spot I have to look back at that we've won there's um, so many yeah <laughs> there's like four there's like four of them and um, unfortunately it's not like an in-person thing with the the spirit awards um especially because they were during covid um unfortunately we 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 launched in 2000, you know, t- December, 2018, we had a great 2019 and then 2020 hit and it was, you know, COVID and inside. And it was a little, it was a, it was a tough year with that, but we actually, okay. So we won the consumer choice awards at, um, award at the SIP awards in 2020. We won the a gold medal at the SIP awards in 2020. And then, um, we won the bartender spirit award, a gold medal in 2020 as well. Um, we also won a gold medal at the SIP awards in 2019. So we've got four, four gold medals, um, and well, three gold medals and a consumer choice award. So we were chosen at the SIP award as like the consumer's choice in vodka. There's smart people over there. You like, honestly, like there are, there are Olympians out there and you can be like, we have a gold medal <laughs> in alcohol. So we win. But let me ask you this. When you win an award like that, because just I'm curious right now, how do you find out you won? <laughs> they post it. Okay. Um, they, they send emails and they post it. Um, okay. And then we actually, we do have a gold medal. Like we were an Olympian, like one of those that we can probably put around our neck. I think it's for the bottle, but. I wouldn't be surprised if Julie and I wear it around every once in a while. Are you wearing them right now, Allie? Yeah, I should be, right? <laughs> Let's just go on and say Can we do are. a Zoom video? <laughs> I will take a photo of myself drinking your vodka with a dog watching a Hallmark movie. If you take a photo of yourself wearing the metal that's supposed to go around the bottle. And then I need totally. the bottle to have like, the bottle has to have like a really sad face. Like, wah, wah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot going on for you. You're running a vodka company and you're still running a nonprofit uh rescue two nonprofits wow Allison. So, <laughs> yeah I was going to jump in she beats me to that all the time um I, I learned to be quiet just let her go she's good at talk, talking and doing this but um yes we have um, a dog's life which is still going um and it's been around since yeah like that a dog's life we started with a connect a pet and then we started a dog's life in 2005 just Julie and I um, and then with Hera, we have the Animal Spirits Foundation, and that's the foundation that gives the grants to um, rescues from the sale, the, the donations raised from Hera. So it's the entity, the nonprofit entity that um, is is like kind of partnered with our for-profit company, but it's separate. Um, so and every time we sell a bottle of Para in Los Angeles. We don't, the company donates to the Animal Spirits Foundation. And from the Animal Spirits Foundation, we give grants to local rescues um, to Los Angeles. But if um, when we sell Hera in San Diego, um, everything raised from those bottle sales goes to rescues in San Diego. Um, and that's going to be as we grow, like we're in Vegas, so everything raised, uh, all the donations raised from bottle sales and also um, through the restaurant cocktails which we can get more in, um, all those funds go to uh, Las Vegas rescues. And that's through the Animal Spirits Foundation. So there's just a lot of moving parts <laughs> that we're, we're always trying to manage. And it's just Julie and I, so it gets a little crazy. That does sound totally crazy because I've run my own business before and I've also volunteered. It's two different mindsets. And well, we kind of run the business though with the nonprofit. So we have to remind ourselves, but yeah. 
because we come from the nonprofit world. So it was like a big thing. Like if initially with even our for-profit, we were like, we can give a hundred percent of everything away. Like a hundred percent of profits we're going to give away. And of course then like investors and people are like, no, 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 you can't give up. Your, your company needs to survive. You need to eat, you know, like that's not possible. So we kind of have that mentality that we want to give as much as possible. Um, so our goal is 50% of profits. That's amazing. Yeah. And- and, you know, I think that our nonprofit, when you say that, they're, that they're very different. They are, but they're not. I think a lot of problems with a lot of um, nonprofits, including when we were doing more into Dog's Life, is not running it enough like a business sometimes and that kind of structure. And then businesses certainly not, not um, having that element of, of giving to them. Um, and so I do feel like we have this beautiful hybrid that we create. Um, and we also with hair of the dog, with the business, um, of the vodka, we are so careful with every dollar because we have such a long history as a nonprofit in the nonprofit world. We do know how to make a dollar stretch really far, which I think for a bootstrapping company has really, really served us. And we're, we're very, really fearless as well. Um, and you know, as an entrepreneur, you can have Three times a day, everything's falling apart. And then six times a day, it's the best thing ever, right? And you're succeeding because it's just up and down and these cra- this crazy roller coaster a lot of days. But we take a breath and we say, nothing is dying. Because in rescue, rescue is so serious. This is alcohol. It is so fun. And we're, we're just moving forward to make a difference. And so we, it's perspective, right? About it is, that. And it I is. Think- yeah. And I think coming from that world, we have that perspective that's really healthy. And you have control over it mm-hmm. where you don't have as much control in the rescue world right? Um, of what's going to even happen in five minutes from now. Right. Like yep. how many stories of like, we found another dog. Oh my God. She just had puppies. Like if I see <laughs> that video one more fucking time, I'm like, don't, don't pick that dog up that I can tell by the nipples on that dog. You're going to have puppies. Nope, she had puppies. Uh, the holidays are coming. Uh, you have these to the rescue cocktail kits that you feature. Is this, uh, are we going holiday themed for any of this? Hmm. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Talk We're to me about ha- that. <laughs> well, we have three. So um, during COVID, um, you know, we were a, such a small company. We're such a small company. We don't, we were only a year old. So our, we, we needed to figure out a way to kind of get ourselves back out there, get Hera out there. Um, but we also were seeing a lot of rescues that we love struggling to raise funds. Um, so we were in, not able to have in-person fundraisers. Uh, we came up with the idea of doing cocktail kits with 100% of the profits going to the rescues. Um, so and we, we vet all of the rescues we work with because we you know want to make sure that they're um, they're doing what they're saying they're doing um, for the animals and the money is going to help the animals. Um, so the first year, Julie, we, we have like nine or 10 um, mm-hmm. rescues on the list. And when people buy a kit um, at checkout, they get to choose which rescue they want um, the donations raised by their purchase. They can choose which rescue they want it to go to. Oh, that's um, cool. That's cool. Yeah. And, that's, and that stays in their area, right? Um, well, it does in their area. It's usually, it's usually the rescue kind of like blasts it out to their supporters. Um, and then, so they can, um, support their, the rest, the rescue that they know. So it tends to be kind of area in their area, but also there's people that just, 
you know, know about the kits and they can choose any of the rescues. Like we have rescues that are, um, by the way, I don't know if we've mentioned, we do wildlife, we do, so we do wildlife, farm sanctuaries and companion animals. So there's a, like a wide range of, um, animal sanctuaries and rescues and organizations that people can choose from. Um, so they can choose whatever they, you know, want. And I, I always did this before when I used to always buy Christmas presents or presents for people. I try to do something that kind of gives back. So this was just something that really made sense to us because it's the world we're, you know, going. And so to buy gifts that actually gives back is seems like kind of like the best feeling to do for the holidays. Um, and yeah, so it's a hundred dollars. I mean, a hundred percent of the profits goes to the rescues. Um, and the first year was a huge success. So we did it in the second year um, and it, we doubled um, the sale of the kits the, the first year and our second year. Um, so we're hoping to triple that um, this year. And there's three kits. And um, we, Julie, you want to talk about the different kits? Because I just talked for a sure. long time. <laughs> um, each, kit, each year we change them, except one has stayed the same because it's just so tried and true and a classic. So we have a dirty martini kit. Um, with hair of the dog, you get a full bottle of hair of the dog. And then we work with dirty Sue, which is an amazing olive and olive juice company. Um, the founder of dirty Sue has rescue dogs with his wife and, and their brand ambassador has an amazing rescue dog. So, um, they're friends of ours as well since starting Hera. So they're in one kit. The next kit is called a peppermint and it's a take on Starbucks, uh, peppermint mocha. And it's very sweet and, and delicious. And it's a dairy, a non-dairy um, martini. So it has mochadamia as well in there and Dandy's vegan marshmallows. And it's just a sweet, yummy dessert drink and very colorful in the kit as well. And then the third one is called the Yule Time Pear. Sorry, the Mule Time Pear. And it's this delicious, we have this pear juice from this French company and it's so delicious. And then in that you have hair of the dog and Sonoma lime juice, which is another company we love. We're also very careful with the companies that we work with. Um, and we put a lot of thought into curating these kits and then you add a little five spice and then ginger beer. So it's this yummy, like spiced pear reminds you of the holidays. As soon as you smell it, cocktail kit, each of the cocktail kits make anywhere from seven to eight cocktails each. And then you have a leftover, lots of hair leftover. We have a little shot glass in there. We have um, a shaker and they're just really fun. They're fun gifts, or you can just grab one for yourself and take it to a party. And there you have it. You open it up and you have cocktails ready to go. And these ship anywhere in the country? Uh, anywhere that's allowed. There are, I think, 11 states. We have a list on our site. Um, there are 11 states that will not allow any outside alcohol to come in. Because so, we're still but, in the 1700s. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or they have a, uh, or they want like, is, like, isn't it Tennessee? They have yeah. so many um, distilleries and yeah. um, there they, they don't want any competition coming in. I don't think. <laughs> it's lobbying. Enough. They just lobby to not allow it to come in. And in fact, my home state, Nashville, you can't, we can't do it. Allie's like Michigan. Is it Michigan? You can't, we can't send yeah. to there's, there's about yeah. nine to 11 States, but we list that. So no one's taken by surprise. Um, and also, so you just, so you for ship all of it, LA, we do. You hmm? ship it to the state next to you and just drive over the border, get it, and just bring it back. Is that how that works? We, we're not saying that. We did not say that. You said that. But it's possible <laughs> if somebody wants to think out of the box, but that's, we're not going to yeah, endorse that. <laughs> 
And in Los Angeles, when you yeah. order anywhere local to Los Angeles, it's free delivery and it's probably us driving to your place and delivering it. So if you're okay. listening to this and you order, you might yeah. probably be one of us. <laughs> I sent those uh, popcorn tins out like during the pandemic, I think, to yeah. a bunch of different you know friends and family and stuff. And um, it, it, my friend Brandy, she's going to be getting you guys instead. She's in LA. So you'll be taking a trip over to her house. Um, but she honestly, like her, her kids were obsessed with those popcorn tins. So like, this is way better than that. I think that, I think I might send the popcorn and this so the kids can have the popcorn and then, and then, you know, the parents can have can the have alcohol. Yes. Yeah. I think, I think that's oh, yeah. good to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. And they're going to love, you get the peppermint. You have a bag of peppermint vegan dandies. Um, Dandies is an incredible company and they actually donate all their vegan marshmallows to us for these kits to support our cause. But those, those vegan marshmallows, those kids are going to love that. And there's plenty in there. That's nice. Her one son, who's the younger boy, he like ran in and she said that he kept announcing, like he would just run in, like when he was playing and open the tin and take a handful and announce God bless you, Steve Silverman. And then, ah! cuts it, like, and then run out of the room. Well, <laughs> she's, now- like, she's like, they knew where he was. Okay. That's so, amazing. um, <laughs> Well, now she's going to say that to you every time she takes a sip. It's <laughs> perfect. God bless you. Well, let me ask you this. How has your friendship changed, Allison, with, with Julia? And Julia, how has your friendship changed with Allison back and forth as you've become on this journey and moved forward? Oh, my God. I mean, it's so weird. Like, I don't remember not knowing Julia at this point in my life because <laughs> I met her so long ago. I mean, I think we've just... um I mean, it's evolved. Like we've been partners. It's like family sometimes. Um, and now, I mean, business partners, there's so many like entities of it. So I think that it's, it's grown in a lot of ways. It's, um, but it's more than just, um, it's more than just one thing. Like you can't say, Oh yeah, she's just my friend, but she's also my business partner. But also like, you know, we're like, I mean, I, I feel like a sister sometimes. I don't know. It's like this more complex and it's, you know, we've gotten to know a lot about each other over these years. So we kind of just know who we are and in rescue, it was something we had to learn, um, in business. And I think sometimes we're still learning it in rescue. We knew cause we've worked together for so long and we really understood animals. Um, like what our strengths were like, Julia was really good at medical. I liked, um, like working with the animals and rehabbing like behaviorally. So um, not that either one of us didn't handle the other, but it was like, I was really comfortable introducing animals and dogs and working on that. So we just had certain strong suits um, and we're figuring that out in this world of, you know, uh, spirit slinging alcohol and spirits and, um, uh, but um, in finding our strong suits, but it was a whole new world to us. So we kind of had to like learn the industry and then figure out with each other, like which one are our strong suits? Like what is like, Julia's good at sales and, you know, just stuff like that. We had to learn other aspects of each other instead of just like animal stuff, which is what we knew of each other for like 15 plus years. That's a really winded story. I'm sorry. No, that was, <laughs> I no, that was great. But I was going to ask like, Julia, is there a point where, and I've had this with friends I've done business with, where you have to say, or you have said, let's not do business. Let's just be the friends again for tonight. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Does that she hook did. back in? Or does it, is, it, is it always into that zone that you fall back into? Well, I think most people were, a lot of people were friends first, but Allie and I were co-rescuers first. Mm-hmm. 
So we didn't start as friends. We started as co-rescuers, which is a, a, a corporation, a nonprofit corporation on a mission with task. So we, we, I mean, I think it was probably many, 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 many months of us working together before we actually sat down to relax. And I think because of rescue, there's very few moments where you do actually leave that outside the door because it's always present. Mm -hmm. Um, So as Ali said, it is a a different kind of relationship. You know, people will say, are you best friends? And we talk about, we're like, no, we have best friends. We have other relationships, but at the same time, there's no one else in our lives who will ever probably experience that will experience what we have experienced with each other, Um, especially through the rescue, because how many people have you had to go night after night after night, spending 20, you know, spending 12 hours with sprinklers going off as you're laying in a yard and you're being soaked because you're, you're desperate to, to, you know, save this life of a dog who's 10 feet from you, but you cannot freaking catch, but you're not going to give up. I mean, that is when they say that, that, diehard, you know, partner in there. That's the thing because we weren't going to give up. And so that's such a different kind of relationship than going to the movies. I I actually don't know if Allie and I, have we ever been to a movie together? You know, I thought about that. We did. (laughs) We saw Walk the Line together when that was out. So was that 15 years ago? I don't even know. Yeah. Because I remember being like, we went, that was like the only time. No, we did. Sometimes we probably, I think it's good. Um, it's the thing, like there's nobody I'd rather catch an animal with, like, or I would be, and I say that in a weird thing, like there's nobody I would feel just like, okay, she has it handled. I have it handled. I trust she's going to do what we're supposed to, you know, like if we're having to do something like that, like we just know that other person and what they're going to do and how to counter that. And I think in some ways we did have to, we, we have to remember because it gets stressful and it gets tough, especially in the rescue, um, to, oh wait, we should probably enjoy each other's company, get to know each other because it it needs to be more than that sometimes. Otherwise it's just stress. Um, but, but we also did have that in those, there's so many little moments. Like there was this one time and I remember this and I'm just going to share it because these little moments that we've shared that we just have all these memories together. Um, we, there was a cat, a kitten that got into, it was like a feral kitten. And when I lived in Venice and I was like private and rescue wet Julie, like four years by that point, mm-hmm. maybe um, I was, <laughs> I was, or maybe not even that, but there was this like little kitten that pried itself through um, a very small part of my window and, and bit through my screen and got into out outside into my, you know, the thing that in, encloses a, um, water, a water heater. Well, Julia came and helped me get it out of there and it was feral. So it was, I mean, it was a little kitten, but it was just like a feisty little thing. So we were both, when we got it, we were whole, we were standing right, like stomach to stomach with Well, remember it latched onto my hand and we knew we couldn't get it off my it yeah, my wrist. And we were like, don't move it. Don't move it. <laughs> well, cause it bit her into her and we were just like plastered each other. Like the things like biting Julia and we're just like, like we're shuffling like each other. Basically. Yeah. We're like squish sh- between us. Yeah. We're shuffling together. Um, in my, <laughs> like to try to get in back into my house 
And I don't know if it was, was Julia, did you fall on top of me? Did I fall on top of you? Yeah, I fell on top of you. You felt me like I flipped backwards. I slipped and she landed on top of me. So we're on in my backyard with a little kitten in between us. The kittens like latched onto her um, arm or her wrist. And we're just laughing. Like she's full bleeding and we're just like laughing because, but we got the kitten. And then now I knew like, okay, I can't even leave even a little smidge of, of like, you always, that's a good lesson for everybody listening. Don't leave your windows open at all when you have cats and kittens, yeah, especially not when you're new. Um, because yeah, I even had a little lock on my thing, but it just was so, it was small enough that it got its way out. But, um, but all of those like stories, we have like hundreds of them where we just, have these moments that we'll always remember in rescue. Um, even the last rescue we did of a dog together that it took us four days and we were going home like sobbing at night because we couldn't catch this dog. And then we finally did. And the dog has a great home, but all of these like kind of in the trenches um, bonding that, yeah, like Julia said, it's, it's just, it's different than just friendship. Um, we, but we have this other relationship that's hard to kind of explain. So we wrap these shows up with the same three questions every time. Uh, I'm going to let Julia do it. I think she's the spoke, but I don't know who the better spokesman. Look, I'm making judgments already. Julia. The- <laughs> <laughs> well, you're only going because Allie said that. No, uh, Allie, you actually wow. said it. You put that in my head, Allie. Okay. Yeah. So Julia, <laughs> tell everybody where they can find Herod the dog, where they can purchase a awesome holiday treat that's 100% going to rescue dogs and uh, start there. And then Allie, think about this. We need to know from you, your social handles for people to uh, social away with you. Julia, start. Yeah. So for if you want to get a bottle uh, of Hera the Dog Vodka, the fastest way is to go to our website and see where to buy Hera. And there's a list there. You can also join us on Instagram at Hera the Dog Vodka. That was and- my line. I know, but there's a link in there. If you go to Linktree, you also can find everything. <laughs> so, well, she got I know I thought that questions. when I said that. I was like, oh no. That, that was my line. Social, social media. <laughs> I don't get to say anything. I'm just kidding. That's pretty much, it's easy though. It's easy. It's out here on the dog podcast. Just say. Exactly. <laughs> and then um, for the kits, we, for our cocktail kits, where we donate 100% of the profits, um, we will be launching our, our target launch is November 15th. Um, and those will be on our website, herathedogvodka.com. Perfect. Well, that's perfect. And this is going to be up after that. So you are good to go. Yay. Both of you are going to be asked these last two questions. Allison, we're going to start with you, which gives Julia the upper hand to think about it's it. For totally. <laughs> I talk about this. Okay, go on. <laughs> Allison, we asked this question, which is second to last question. Who inspires you? Who inspires me? Um, right now, my daughter does. My four-year-old, four-and-a-half-year-old daughter inspires me. Just her energy and her curiosity and her love of everyone. She's very social. She loves everyone. She loves animals. And I just want to, um, it kind of reminds me to find every little fun thing in life and kind of be a kid every once in a while. And I also want to make the world better for her. Julia, who inspires you? I I knew this was coming and I, I was thinking about this, but especially with what we're doing now, I'd have to say my dad. Um, my dad was a doctor, but he was a philanthropist and he started the first nonprofit um, donor 
supported hospital in Nashville, Tennessee. And um, he always just said, have faith and keep moving forward, no matter when the obstacles came, came at you. And I think about he is no longer with us. He is deceased. But I think his voice comes into my head so many times every single day um, in that cheerleading of we can do this because what we're doing with Hera is not, is not usual. No one else is, is donating as much, you know, they don't have this huge goal that we have. And, um, there can be some naysayers and we keep faith because we know, we know we can make a difference doing this. We know it. I had a guest on, uh, named Kate and, um, she is a, a big TikToker. Uh, she's girl with a microphone. And when I asked her this question, she said her dad too. And it's funny because my father passed away a couple of years ago. So she coined the phrase, the dead dad club. And um, she said, you and I can be in the dead dad club. So Julia, you're welcome to join the dead dad club. Isn't that I'm nice? in it. I'm in it. <laughs> I'm joining. <laughs> you're in. <laughs> when we meet, I'll bring the vodka. Perfect. I'll bring you. We'll have dogs. It'll be great. Uh, the final question is not a question. It is a statement. It's going to start with Julia. Finish this statement any way you like based on anything we've talked about or anything you want to say. It goes like this. Tell me something good. Tell me something good because it spreads love. Allison, tell me something good. I was going to actually tell you something good. I was going to say we spent, we helped spay and neuter 53 cats on Monday. I thought that's what I thought. That's no, that's great. That's great. Too. Yeah, it is. That's it not is. bad at all. So our foundation did, we helped because of the sale of Hera, we were able to help um, fund a spay neuter day on 53 cats were fixed. That's so good. And my, and actually it was just vaccinated and fleet got fleet control and everything. So they were, they were taken care of on, on Monday, which is amazing. Thank you, Allison and Julia for sharing your good. Go get you some spirits, some good spirits and support good animals in need in your area. Visit Hera the Dog's website for more info next time on World Gone Good. In the last six years, I've published 22 books. I just kept writing books and writing books. So I thought, well, I have to do one of two things. I either have to just give up and move on or I try self-publishing so I can just get them out in the world. L.L. Abbott is a writer and artist, a wife and a mom, and she lives in Canada. So yay us, another international show. What sets her apart is her drive, or perhaps overdrive, as she grabbed her writing career by the proverbial horns and took off. We are going to talk about embracing our artistic side, how to handle and overcome any obstacle, and her favorite stalker, I mean number one fan... My husband, Jim, you may have heard I'm working on a cozy mystery of my own. Did you hear that? I thought she'd be the perfect person to just, you know, give me some tips and um, give us all some tips in the keep going department. Just keep going. And I think we can all use more of those types of tips and people in our lives. Am I right? Can't wait for you to hear this really fun one with an amazing, amazing author. Until then, be good. Be good.